And welcome to another episode of The Danimal's Cage. I'm your host, the mighty Danimal, Dan Martins. As I've stated on many occasions, it's always a pleasure when I get to welcome in people that I'm really close with in the music scene. So today it is my pleasure to welcome in my good friend Cassius, who plays bass in the Ocean Cure. Cassius, welcome, man. Hey, man. Thank you for having me on, dude. It's been a long time coming. It sure has. Because we, <laughs> we talked about doing this, but the scheduling just never lines up, you know? Yep, yep. <laughs> But now with the pandemic, like, it's worked out perfectly. <laughs> I know, yeah, it's about time. I'm glad to uh, that I finally get to sit down and, and talk shop with you for a little bit, man. Absolutely. So we'll just kind of jump right into this, because as we stated right before we went live, um, you're not a founding member of the Ocean Cure. So how did you join? Um, so this is, uh, it's one of my favorite stories, because I was... Um, I actually used to be the lead vocalist and guitar player of the band that I was in prior. Um, and then when that dissipated, I kind of I took a step back and I really didn't want to join a band unless I was the front man, quote unquote. Um, and Nick, who is no longer in the band, but he was the one who started it with Pauline. He actually approached me, I think, two or three times. Um and asked me if I wanted to join. And two times I was like, nah, you know, I'm not really feeling it yet. And then I went to go see them live. Um, and I heard Too Close for Comfort. That was like the first song that I heard. And I saw them play it. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, maybe I do want in this. And uh, <laughs> yeah, the rest is history, as they say. Nice. So do you remember your first show with them? <laughs> uh, yeah, I do, actually. Um it was, I believe it was at the rock pile. Actually, nice. kind of, yeah, yeah, it was. So I didn't play the full show. I only played two songs, but it was they, we opened up for Hawthorne Heights. They were doing oh, like, oh boy. Yeah, yeah. It was like the 10 year anniversary tour, I'm pretty sure. So yeah, that was like the first time I was on stage with them. Um, and then we played next, the week after. It was like a sold out show at this super, super small bar in Cambridge. And I wasn't able to do my normal Cassius thing. I was like stuck. There was just so many people there. It was nuts. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> so you talk about that show with Hawthorne Heights. And that's a perfect segue into my next question. You guys have had a lot of incredible shows that you guys have played. You've opened for Hawthorne Heights. You've opened for Escape the Fate, Bless the Fall. You've played with, you played with so many amazing bands. So I got to ask you, what is your personal career highlight and you can name as many as you want oh dude i mean i feel like everybody knows my my obsession with counterparts oh here we uh, go <laughs> so to, to all my listeners you gotta hear this story <laughs> yeah i've i've been lucky enough to we i think it was two years ago now where we won a contest to play rock fest and we happened to be put on the same stage as counterparts and oh. i literally i I sat around the side of the stage all day waiting for them to come through because I knew they were going to be there. And Brendan Murphy rolls up in his band and I kind of just like I shot my shot. I was like, dude, you can totally feel free to say no to this, but I'll kick myself if I don't ask you. I would love to come on stage for even like a second for you guys. And he was like, oh, shit. Yeah, dude, what song do you want to do? <laughs> and yeah, he gave me choice. And I'm like, are you guys playing choke tonight? And he's like, yeah, what? How about we do this? I'll do the talking part and then you can come on and you can do the rest of the song. Oh, <laughs> boy. 
Yeah, it, dude. <laughs> so I did that. And honestly, man, he was just the nicest dude um, and a huge inspiration to me. Like a lot of my vocal range comes inspired from him and counterparts. So being able to like share that moment on stage with him was just super surreal. And I got to do it again, too, twice. <laughs> That's incredible. Now, I've seen you guys four times I've because we did a show in Newmarket. And actually, yeah, a, wh a while ago, I interviewed Rosewood Annie, who was also yeah. on that lineup. Yeah, yeah. That was a good show, man. That was a good show. And uh, Cola, your drummer, literally, bought, he used my drum set that night. So that's... <laughs> yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, and, that was a good show, too, man. Uh, big ups to... I think that was at the Jam Spot, right? No, that, that was the one at Stellar Hall. Oh, Stellar Hall. Oh, right. Oh, my God. That, Is that even a venue anymore? It, it's still a venue, but it's not used for a lot of shows as much anymore. Yeah, yeah. Because I remember it being like a literally like a hall, like a dinner hall. It. Yep. Because <laughs> uh, I've played there a bunch of times. And every time I step, I step foot in there, it's like, Oh, we're playing over the dinner hour. <laughs> that, <laughs> that was just like a running joke that we had <laughs> amongst everybody. But no, it, in Newmarket, it's always like the jam spot or the Grey Goat, which is yeah, another yeah. little. I still haven't punk. played there yet, actually, but I've seen a couple of shows there. It's a cool venue. It's it's absolutely awesome. Now, my next question for you is biggest personal influences, because as I say, you're not really a founding member of the band. So this is yeah. more. This is more towards you because you're the one that I'm closest with in the band. So who are your biggest personal influences? And you've already said Brendan Murphy and Counterpart. Yeah. So who yeah. else? So um, A Day to Remember has always been like a huge, huge inspiration to me just because I love pop music. Like anyone that knows me, like they know my my musical tastes are all over the place. So when I first found out about A Day to Remember where they kind of brought that, you know, the really top 40 pop punk sounding sound with like the hardcore influences that for me, I was like, Oh my God, this is like everything that I want to do. Um, nice. and even like a lot of being in a female fronted band, like I, I love bands that have strong female singers. So Paris tonight alive, um, Paramore is always an easy one to go to. Like, yeah, I'd say those are, are my biggest influences. Do you guys still get the Paramore comparisons? Not so much anymore since we put out the latest record, but every once in a while we will get that that odd person that's just not they're they're not familiar with the scene. So like that's just that's all they know to compare us to, you know what I mean? Yeah. Now, yeah. another thing that I really want to talk about, and this is something that I absolutely commend you guys for doing. Well, you personally, you for the past couple of years, you've done a birthday show at Sneaky yeah. D's. Yep. <laughs> now, you started doing that in 2017. Where did that, how did that idea come about? Uh, honestly, man, I, I don't really know. It kind of just came out of nowhere. Like, I love playing shows and I, I've never really been one to like, hey, let's have, throw me a birthday party. You know what I mean? So yeah. like, I don't know. It just kind of made sense that, if we're going to celebrate a day about me, like we may as well be doing it for what is most important to me, which is my band. So yeah, that just kind of, just kind of happened. And Chelsea, my, who is now my fiance, yep. um, she's helped me put it together every single year. So 
I mean, hopefully I can do it again this year if everything's over by then. But I mean, if not, I'm sure I'll figure out something to do online for it. We'll we'll roll with the punches as we get there. Exactly. And of course, because you've been doing this the last three years, I've been at every single one. <laughs> you have been. Yep, you have been. <laughs> and, and the one you just did with Among Legends, Beguiler, and Mount Abora, that was hands down the best lineup you've gotten so far. I as think as, so, too. I think so, too. As soon as that show got announced, I'm like, oh, I'm like, Among Legends are homies, Beguiler are fucking amazing guys. And Mount Abora, oh shit, it's gonna get yeah. happening. <laughs> well, it I, it's weird because like I think that show was the first show that uh, we had ever played with Mount Abora, which is crazy because like Brendan and Pauline have been dating forever, yeah. And he had been in Mount Abora. I think they 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 had put out two records by that point. So I don't know. It was kind of like a no brainer. I'm like, yeah, they have to be on it this year. Well, it's funny because I know Isaac, the drummer from Mount Abora, because he's a good friend of mine. I also know Jacob and Nolan from Beguiler because because mm -hmm. Nolan actually did a couple of my tattoos. And uh, Jacob is in my the music business management program. Yeah. At, at, he just finished up as well. And among legends, I played I played a show with them a couple of years ago, and I'm really surprised they remembered me when I went up and introduced myself after we set. <laughs> Dude, Mitchell is like such a nice dude, like the yeah. nicest dude I've ever met, man. They're 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 a great band. They're great people, and I I love sharing the stage with those dudes. Yeah, man. And of course, the other biggest thing that happened at that last show was you popping the question to Chelsea. Yeah. So. <laughs> With that said, congratulations on your engagement, and Thanks. I wish you guys nothing but the best. Thank you very much. When uh, we start planning the wedding, I mean, we're kind of putting it on hold now until this is all over, but I'm sure you'll be involved in some kind of way, too. Because <laughs> I remember when you were on Andrew's show, you were saying, like, it's going to be like a whole bunch of musicians and a bunch yeah. of your musician friends at that show. Yeah, man, it's going to be a party. When it happens, it'll be a good time. I can't wait to hear all about that. So now with, of course, the biggest thing going on in the world right now is the COVID-19 pandemic. Now, I ask this to everybody, but I want to get your take on it. How has it impacted you as as both a musician and just as a person? Well, I mean, I uh, I'm a retail manager in like my real job. So I had been kind of worried about what was happening up until I think March 15th is when like the official lockdown happened. Mm -hmm. um, so I was worried. I'm like, oh, my God, what am I going to do for work? I'm not going to have any kind of income. So that was like my first worry. Um, but Canada kind of took the reins on that and solved that. But I also haven't seen my band in what day is it today? It's May 1st. Yeah. It has been, I think, like almost 60 days since I've actually seen my band. Oh, my God. Uh, like in person. Yeah. So that has definitely been a weird adjustment. Um, like, thankfully, we have technology. So, like, I can I can call them and, you know, we can have FaceTime calls. But, man, it is not the same. It's not the same. As I was going to say, like, do you still get to, like, call, like, Pauline and Cola and Mike and just kind of... Shoot, shoot the shit with them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Actually, we. It's funny. I was talking to them earlier today, um, talking about like something that we could do to put online just in the time being, 
Um, but yeah, I talk to those guys and girl all the time, like constantly. So it's it's weird not being in the same room with them, but I know that I, I still have the ability to talk to them when I need to. So. Well, I think whatever you guys do with this whole pandemic, because I know a lot of bands are putting together like all these videos. They would just like record their bit and then just yep. send it over to like a just like a neutral party, and then they just like throw everything together, put it online. Yep. I think that would be that would be really cool for what you guys you guys could definitely do something like that. And <laughs> you, and and you know damn well I would watch it. <laughs> that's actually it's funny. That's literally what we were talking about because um, I saw today. Um, Simon from, um, uh, oh my God, In Case We Crash. Sorry, this just yep. was on the tip of my tongue for Simon. I, in, yeah. I, I interviewed those guys, and at the time of this interview, the interview's coming out in the, in the middle of May. <laughs> oh, nice. That's awesome. Yeah, so uh, I saw they today, they dropped a, it was like a four-song set of, of exactly that. So I think that's pretty much what we're going to do. I don't know if we're going to do that many songs. We're um, we're probably going to do at least a couple and then release them like at different times. But I think that's a really cool idea. And we've been writing a lot, too. It's been a year now since we've put out or almost a year since we put out the last record. Mm -hmm. So we're like really focusing on writing new material now. Nice. Now, of course, this is kind of your bit now to plug your own uh, Twitch account. <laughs> what, are you, what are your favorite part? You can include the Twitch account. But do you have any other like favorite quarantine activities that you've been doing? Um, that's we'll talk about the Twitch because that's been like my where most of my energy and time has been going lately. Yeah. Um, I love to play video games. Like I, I think like any band dude likes to play video games. So yep. um, I just figured and I've seen like I, I, I have a Twitch account or like I had a Twitch account before just to like watch people. And I never thought about doing it, but I'm like, nah, I'm going to be playing anyway. Let me just throw it on. And I don't know. People have been kind of digging it. So I've been like rocking that really hard. It's Cassius TOC, if anyone wants to go check it out. Um, but yeah, that has been like the at the forefront of my of my attention lately. And I've been catching up on a lot of Netflix. <laughs> I recently rewatched Dexter, as I'm Ooh. sure I think you saw my status the other I day. Did, I did, yeah. Yeah. And that's a good show. Oh, very good show. Terrible ending, but a great show. Yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, so video games and TV and been I've been trying to like stay in the backyard and be outside as much as I possibly can within the limits, you know what I mean? Yeah. So and you get to spend time with Chelsea. So oh, that's... my God, so much time. Yeah, it's pretty great. Like, I, it's weird because, um, like I said, working retail and she does the, like, the music industry thing, we have opposite schedules. So being at home at the same time is definitely a nice thing. to. It's, it's a silver lining to a bad situation. Exactly. That's really good. And, of course, you mentioned video games. Like, I've been playing a bunch of, like, old-school Mario Kart. And yes, dude. Legend so of, Legend of, I found my old Legend of Zelda video games, and I'm like, oh, boy, here we go. Dude, those games are so replayable, man. Like, they, they hold up even now, dude. I played Ocarina of Time last year, yes. and it's still so good. Like, one of my favorite games of all time. Such a, such a great game. Of course... Now I don't own a Nintendo Switch, which really sucks because I know Animal Crossing's all the new, the new yep. thing now. 
Are you, have you played it? <laughs> I do. I have a Switch. Um, I do play Animal Crossing, and uh, I'm actually I'm going to be getting Chelsea a Switch in Animal Crossing too because she seems really interested in it. It's fun, man. It is very fun. It's super relaxing. It's a very chill game. So That's definitely awesome. recommend. That's awesome, man. All right, so. This is kind of a bigger question. Now, normally I would save this till the very end, but since we're kind of just like trucking along, I'll save the end just for like some kind of fun, like more funnier questions. So this is a really big one and it's going to open a huge like can of worms literally with every band (laughs) I ask ask for this question. What do you think the music industry is going to look like when this pandemic ends and the social distancing restrictions are done and we're allowed to go back to back to normal man i think or i hope at least that there's a newfound appreciation for the ability to go out and see live music uh on a smaller scale so i think when everything's said and done and like i I don't know man i think people have taken local shows for granted you know um and you know the whole dance party thing i think will take kind of a back seat to the actual live section of music because that's what we're missing right now we're not missing we're not missing dancing we're missing the the connection that we get from music i think that's what i'm noticing anyway yeah now the great thing i love about the local scene is that it's just like it's a very it's like a family in a way especially when i go when i go to sneaky d's and when i go and see bands that homesick like when homesick does a show and I, I meet all those guys out there. Like I've I've had the great pleasure of meeting bands like uh, Wavy Anchor, and yeah. I I actually I think I met Beguiler a couple of times before I met Jacob through. Well, I re met Jacob at at school, but yeah. that that venue is one that will always be close to my heart, and I'm sure you can say the same. Dude, hundred percent. Sneaky D's is home, man. Like, uh, there's a reason that my birthday show is there every single year. Um, like, they're still open, by the way, for for food. So, like, yeah. I'm just gonna plug George and his his venue real quick. Yeah, if, shout out. If shout you're out in the area and you can drive to go pick up, man, they need your help. They need our help. I've ordered a couple times from them. Um, order food, go pick it up from them. George is a homie. He. He gives me a place to make noise all the time. And I love that dude, man. He's watched me grow up. I've seen, I've like, I've known him for years. So I have a lot of respect for him and what he's done for the music scene. And yeah, Sneaky D's is home to everybody, man. I feel like, especially in the hardcore and pop punk scene, like everybody knows everybody. And when you go to Sneaky D's, even if I used to go there alone, and would end up leaving with like a crowd of people because you don't nice. have to go there with people. You just know everybody that goes there. It's it's great, man. Well, that's how that's pretty much how I've always seen it over the years because I've been a part of the local scene up in Newmarket for the past almost ten years now, and I've yep. seen I've seen a lot of shows up there kind of by myself, and I've had the pleasure of meeting lots of great people like. Oh man, so many names, <laughs> so many names are coming to mind. <clears throat> I've I've gotten really close with the guys in uh, So Long Shoreline. If you oh know, my of course I do. Those guys are homies, man. <laughs> Curtis is such a gem. Shout out oh. Curtis. Shout out Curtis and the other guys from SLS. Love yeah, those guys. They just put out some music very recently. I'm pretty sure. They, so like, did, yeah. 
Yeah, go listen to that. Every, man, they're they're great. They put on uh, before this was the pandemic was thing going on. They put on like crazy house shows. Yep. Actually, I think I think the last show we played before all this happened was Kara's birthday. Oh, really? I think so. Yeah, with oh, it was. Ca- yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure that was the last show, the last show we played. That's um, sick. Yeah, dude. Uh, Mount Abor was on that. Cadillac Blood, who are also super great dudes and a really good band. Um, dude, yeah. all, the, all these people, like, names like that are the reason why I do what I do. <laughs> yeah, man. Dude, uh, they're just... I, I hadn't seen Cadillac Blood in... I think it had been, like, a year before that show since I had seen them. And I was just, like... I was blown away, man. Those guys have come so far from when they first started and i'm just it's so great to see bands like that flourish yep. man it's really nice actually now that you think about now that you mention it i was at their first like cadillac blood's first ever show and oh, hey. oh wow they yeah they have really come a long way since then <laughs> dude they're they're amazing man and the, the passion is just it's there and they they just have such a raw sound it's nice yep. And of course, I we got to give a shout out to Luke Morell, the singer oh, for Cat yeah. Blood. I've had him on on the Danimals Cage a couple of times before, and I will hopefully get him on again at some point in the not too distant future. I've had many a good conversation with that dude, man. He is an interesting human being, to say the least. I would say, Very. well, we mean, we mean interesting in a good way. Of oh, hundred percent. Yeah, <laughs> like I love to pick his brain, man. He's just got like. He's got such a cool view on different things. Um, we were talking about uh, just like I think we were talking about streaming at that show, and just it was it was a cool conversation, man. He's got some really good insights on on some different things. Awesome. Now to kind of wrap up this interview, we'll kind of just do like some fun questions just to kind of get to know you as a person and as oh, as yeah. a musician. So my first question is favorite and least favorite ocean cure song that you've written <laughs> oh man uh i think my favorite the ocean cure song would be structures okay uh, that one is is my baby so to speak um and it really started like the new era of the ocean cure my least favorite song um i think and i'm pretty sure this would be the same for everybody in the band i think yeah. take cover is really the- Really? Yeah, yeah, oh. dude. I mean, it's. I, I'm sure you've noticed. Like, we have not played that song in a very long time live. Like, it's almost never in our rotation anymore. Well, I've it, noticed that. I've yeah, noticed. it just. I, I don't know. It's not like a bad song. It's just in comparison to our our other repertoire. I yeah. think it takes the back burner to a lot of other stuff. All right, that's fair. And as, <laughs> I think as long as you guys are still playing Waiting for You, that's that's good enough for me. <laughs> yeah, I don't think Waiting for You will ever will ever go away. That song just that really shot our band, I don't want to say into the spotlight, but like in terms of being known in in our local scene, that was like the song for us. Yeah. All right. All right. So one album that you can listen to without skipping a single track. Tragedy will find us counterparts. Nice. <laughs> Easily there. That was just like no, no brainer for me. <laughs> well, it's funny because there's that whole Facebook challenge, 10 albums, one album per day for 10 yep. days. 
I'm for mine today. I'm probably gonna put "Homesick" by A Day to Remember. Oh, yes, good I, album. I, I cannot listen to like I cannot go a day without listening to that album. Like, Dude, without it's, any it's got so many like staple songs. Like that first "Downfall of Us All." Everybody in our scene knows that song, even if they don't know a day to remember. Like, if they're not familiar with that, you play that first ten seconds, and yep. everyone knows it. <laughs> just, just play that. Da, 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 da. Yeah, <laughs> everybody knows it. I've seen a day to remember a couple of times, and every time I play that, as soon as I hear the the, the intro to Downfall of Us All, I'm just like, "We're doing this. We're doing yeah. this." Let's it's go. so great because they uh, that's like their closer song now too. And I remember yeah. when I first started seeing them live, that was their opener, and yeah. it's so weird to see a song like evolve like that. You know, become so much more after a period of time. It's great. Now I love that song, but my first exposure to a day to remember was when some other good friends of mine, their band is no longer a thing. They were called Absence in Vain. They covered I'm Made of Wax. Oh, yeah, that's a good song. And good that song. that was just such a killer, killer show, <laughs> killer experience. And that song and that performance prompted me to go and search A Day to Remember, and I just like fell down the rabbit hole right after that. Yeah, man. Honestly, those guys have put every record they've put out, I've thoroughly enjoyed and i'm really excited to see uh to hear what what they come up with next especially being on field by ramen i think yeah. being on a different label is gonna kind of change the sound a little bit and i'm interested to see where that goes but resentment was a huge song to start off with so i'm really excited i wasn't a fan of resentment just as in a day to remember fan i wasn't big into that song but as somebody in the music industry and somebody who kind of appreciates the art of music and musical evolution i understood it they, yeah. they don't they don't want to be stuck in the whole like pop punk hardcore thing forever you got to yeah. move forward and i'm looking at you bring me the horizon because i think you guys did it right <laughs> honestly i have like a big love hate relationship with bring me the horizon like when they first came out i'm not really huge into deathcore so yeah. I was never really a big fan. And then they came out with There Is a Hell. And I'm yep. like, okay, we're getting there. And then Semper Eternal came out. And I'm like, yes, this is good. Yep. And That's the Spirit was like, okay for me. I still cannot get on board with Ammo. There's a couple songs on it that I that I definitely enjoy. Yeah. But uh, I don't know, man. I think I'm just having a hard time separating that, like the old Bring Me the Horizon with this yep. new Bring me the horizon. I think that's my biggest issue with it because it's not bad music. It's not bad music in any regard. It's just uh, so different. It's so right. different. Well, it's funny because I've because Bring Me the Suicide Season came out when I was in grade, like right when I started eighth grade, and yep. I listened to it because I was I was in Walmart one day and I saw the CD with <laughs> with the woman holding like the heart, yeah, and I'm like, what the hell picture. is this? Iconic picture. So I bought it with my own pocket money and I listened to it at, on my on my speaker at my house. And as as soon as I heard Chelsea smile, I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like this is so. And then I showed it to my friends the next the next weekend. And I'm like, this is some of the heaviest shit I've. I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, and we're just they like, were a yep. heavy band back in the day, man. And, <laughs> and then you mentioned they came out with Sempaternal, That's the Spirit. Am I like I like Ammo. It took me a couple listens to really like fully appreciate it. 
But just as some, like I say, as somebody in the industry, you learn to appreciate it for yeah. like all sorts of different, different yeah. reasons. I still, uh, I think I've only listened to it from front to back twice. Yeah. Uh, and I usually like to give a record three or four goes before I like have a solid opinion on it. Yeah. So, and I recently just set up my studio speakers again and the microphones, so nice. I might be be doing some catching up on some music over the next couple days. Nice. Yeah. Back in back in January, uh, when Halsey put out Manic, her new album, that only took me one listen to really fully appreciate that. Yeah, <laughs> I love Halsey, man. I've uh, I've vibed with Halsey from I think I was working at Hot Topic when she came yep. out with her first record. So. Yeah. Yeah, I was listening to her all the time because she was just on the store speakers and like I've just always loved what she's done. So I, I think she's got like a huge career ahead of her, that girl. Yeah. <clears throat> and it's it's funny because she's supposed to be playing here in July, but oh, that, no. is that is probably not going to happen now. No, because it's definitely not going to happen. It sucks because I wanted to go to that show, too. Cause yeah, cause Paris is is opening. Yeah, it's a big lineup, dude. Yeah. Paris, Black Bear, and Halsey. Oh no. boy. I know, and the tickets weren't even that expensive. I think it was like seventy bucks for, for like half decent seats or something like that. Yeah. So. Yeah, well, I I paid like something like one seventy five, and it was for two tickets for me and a friend. So if that show gets if that because that show is very likely you're gonna get canceled or just like yeah another time yeah i guess we'll see what happens all right my next question to you because you guys have been like on tour and you've gone on like all these little like week like weekend runs before what is what is the funniest thing that has ever happened whether to you or to any of the other guys in the band or to any band that you have seen at a show um, I think we've done a couple of, of uh, small runs with the Northern, who yep. are just <laughs> those guys, man. I I have too many stories about them, man, and some of it is not is not appropriate. But every time we play shows with them, man, they're just they got their butts out screaming. Just it, <laughs> I think any time that I've been around the Northern, I've just i've been in stitches laughing and i think we played um this little festival with them it was called heat wave it was like a two-day thing out in uh in london just like this big open field in like a barn and um when we were on stage (laughs) my wireless pack fell out oh yeah and it was just so bright with all the lights i couldn't see what was happening and jordan uh the guitar player he runs up on stage literally dives underneath me between my legs and just plugs my stuff back in <laughs> i think that's that's in my definitely my top five <laughs> top five for sure that's awesome now my my last question for you today cassius is um what do you want your legacy for the ocean cure to be when you guys retire in like 50 plus years or so <laughs> or if you guys just decide to like break up or whatever whatever happens what do you want to be remembered for uh i think i just want to be remembered for a sense of community which is something that has always been really important to our band um like anytime we go out and we play shows like we're there from loading until the time the last band leaves and that goes a lot a long way in terms of show etiquette and building strong relationships so i think 
if anybody takes anything away from uh, and myself or anybody in the Ocean Cures, just remember that that we got to treat everybody with love and respect. You know what I mean? And we always try to do that. And that's what we try to put forth in our music and our message. So, yeah, we're real people. And I think I just want everyone to remember that everybody's a real person. That's that's a great way to put it. All right, Cassius, I will let you go. Thank you so much for taking time to come chat with me and talk shop. Dude, anytime. Uh, thank you for having me, man. If you ever want me want me back, just let me know and I will make it happen. Dude, what I think we're gonna we're gonna be in quarantine for another at least <laughs> couple of couple of weeks, maybe a month. Who who knows for sure, really? Yeah, yeah. And I've got I've got a lot of great interviews coming up and I've had some interviews in the past. This is going to this is definitely one of my favorites that I've done so far. Awesome, man. I'm really glad to hear that. I had fun here, too, man. It's always a good time talking to you. Of course. Well, I can't I can't wait until all of this is over, because next time I see you, like you're getting one of the biggest hugs from me. Hell yeah, man. I cannot wait to hug all my friends when this is done. Well, you get to hug Chelsea every day. So. Yeah, yeah, I know. I do. And honestly, without that, I would be going crazy. So I'm very thankful for that. Well, you're very, you're very lucky to have such an amazing partner like Chelsea to not only keep you company, but also just to have that sense of like having somebody with you. Yeah, man, she's my best friend. <laughs> that's that's awesome, man. All right, this has been the Danimals Cage. I've been Dan Martins. This has been Cassius from the Ocean Cure. As always, check these guys out. They are hands down one of the best pop, punk, hardcore, whatever you want to call them. <laughs> band. Just overall rock bands that I've ever seen. We'll see you guys on another episode. Bye. Just like it was back then I chased it down till it did